the intro again. <laughs> don't, don't, please don't. You really gonna do this? Yeah, f- him. It's our show. We do what we want. Oh my God, no! Not another freaking wrestling podcast. Yay! Like I said, I don't get people watching. So either you love me or you don't. I love you. I love you too. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Not Another Freaking Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host this week, just going solo for now. I'm JD. Will is on the way. And we are here with the promoter of the Cynic City Invitational, Scott Hensley. Scott, how are you doing? Hey, JD. It's uh, great to be here. I'm doing well. Man, it's been a while since we've, uh, well, had you on the show, period, because we took a hiatus. But uh, it's a lot's been going on since then. Uh, Jaden finally won his first Cynic City Invitational. was so excited to see that, and I thought y'all booked it so well. just wanted to give you kudos right off the top. Appreciate that. Yeah, he has come a long way. Uh, I, I recently talked to the uh, the TWE training school and uh, the class over there, and uh, we, we talked about how Jaden had worked his way up from being a guy that just sort of showed up and helped out to being the guy. So uh, it's it's been really cool to see his his path. Man, it, it's really cool for me, too, because like, uh, he was like one of my early opponents. We were both like... Uh, scrapping together at TWE in the very early days. So uh seeing where he's at now, it's it's fantastic. I love, love seeing it. Yeah, and uh it, it's not like it's some local guy that we're just handing stuff to because he's a local guy or because he partners with us with, with TWE. It's because he is the hardest working guy around. Uh you know, he is uh headed overseas pretty soon again and uh he's traveling the world. I, I think he's maybe up in Pennsylvania tonight. So I mean it's everywhere. I hope that's not a spoiler for wherever he's gonna be. <laughs> he's a uh, man, he's He's killing it right now, but we're not here to talk about Jaden. We're here to talk about the Scenic City Rumble, which is coming up next month. Uh, give us the deets, man. What's going on? Yeah, it's our first time partnering with East Hamilton Middle School. We've done the middle high school, but now they have split off, and uh, the middle school is a separate thing. And uh, so we're just a couple more miles down the road there, but uh, it's, it's a beautiful drive out there uh, to lovely Apison, Tennessee. And uh, on Saturday, March the 4th, we are going to have the Scenic City Rumble. We have seven big matches, and uh, including that big Rumble match. And the winner of that Rumble uh, will get to be in the 2023 Scenic City Invitational, and they get to pick their first-round opponent. So uh, it's a uh, big prize there. Um, the matches uh, have been announced. Uh, did, did you want to go through those, or uh, where, where do you want to take it from here? Uh, man, let's let's definitely start with the matches, because you have one that very much intrigued me, and uh, we're going to get to the other one that intrigues me. But first of all, it's the uh, AC Mack and Jaden Newman versus the Good Hand. Yeah, that match that is... Looks- uh, Oh yeah, that's gonna be uh, show killer. It's it's personal. It's professional. Uh, it is uh, the um, consequences of just just a lot of different things. You know, uh, Alex Kane and Shug D. They they feel overlooked by the scenic city. Uh, you know, Alex Kane was a guy that was in our futures tournament, and uh, you know he he did not win that, and but did really well. You know, made it to the finals of that, or uh, well. 
I guess I guess he he didn't technically make it to the finals, but he he was a uh, he was a standout from that I'll say. Uh, and then uh, he actually did make it to uh, the at least I believe the second round for uh, when he was in our tournament. And then Shug D is a guy that uh, he won his spot into the 2023 Scenic City Invitational Tournament uh, by winning the scramble on night two of uh, the Invitational. Uh, back in 2022, back in August. So mm-hmm. Shook D is already in the 2023 tournament. Uh, Alex Kane, you know, he is taking off. Uh, he he may even get an action figure soon or something with MLW um, oh, doing yeah, big things. That. Oh, you know, they, uh, they, they have a new TV deal that everybody's really excited about. And mm-hmm. uh, he, he's in there throwing down against some, uh, some big names and uh, really making a name for himself and, hitting people in the face with sandwiches or whatever he's doing. <laughs> but, uh, you know, th- those guys have their work cut out for them because they're taking on a team of guys that, uh, I-, I don't even know if you would describe Jaden Newman and AC Mack as, I-, I don't think you would describe them as friends. You know, no. they, uh, <laughs> they've been rivals in the past and I think they're just guys coming together for common enemies here. Uh, it's the 2021 SCI winner and the number one ranked independent professional wrestler in the world right now, AC Mack, uh, to that IWTV title. And uh, the 2022 uh, SCI winner, Jaden Newman. Uh, so it's it's the guys versus guys that are not our guys. Uh, so it's, uh, it's pretty personal for Scenic City and uh, what it represents there. And listeners of this podcast know that AC Mack has become a personal favorite of mine since I've stepped away from the ring and started just becoming a spectator. Uh, he's one of those guys I, I followed throughout his reign, uh, leading up to it and everything. Yep, see, AC Mack, man, <laughs> I, I, am, I, I will stand on that mountaintop that that man is going to sign a contract soon, and when he does, he's going to blow up. Yeah, definitely hoping for it. Uh, he, he's just fantastic. And the storytelling you guys have done with Jaden and AC over the last few years. Just chef's kiss. It's fantastic. Uh, from yeah. becoming bitter enemies to now tag teaming, being a tag team, That's it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, like, like I said also, you know, it's it's not friends. It's just uh, it's common enemies. So yeah. uh, it, it'll be interesting because Alex Kane and Suge D are definitely on the same page mm-hmm. uh they they are together as the good hand down at action wrestling uh i think they have uh they've, they've partnered together maybe a little bit at twe and uh they are on mlw you know Shug d is the uh sort of a mentor to alex kane with uh, the the fight club and uh you know it's it, it's going to be interesting to see the dynamics there yeah i'm uh i'm excited for that one it just it screams hey Show stealer. <laughs> um, Tank and Noah Hosman. That'll be yeah. fun. Oh yeah, Noah Hosman is a. Uh, he, I believe he is the only graduate of the uh, Kurt Stallion training uh, that that occurred out in Texas before Kurt Stallion signed with WWE. Uh, but uh, then Noah Hosman actually continued the pedigree and got trained by Dr. Tom and Kane. So to have such a varied training uh, of 
Kurt Stallion, who is known as, you know, a guy that's going to get in there and just slap the chest or slap the skin off your chest and uh, is, is just a phenomenal wrestler. Uh, and then to have the, the pedigree of the guy that trained The Rock, Dr. Tom, and, uh, you know, one of the most well-known wrestlers in the world is in Kane, uh, to have those guys backing you and saying, you know, we put our name on Noah Hospin and you know he he knows what he's doing and we we've trained him uh it's it's a big deal and he has really come into his own uh he had a match versus tank uh, a couple years ago now at TWE and he was just a guy trying to find himself uh he was a a strong guy that was getting in there no personality he was scared to death because it's tank <laughs> <laughs> and Don't blame uh him. oh me neither He's braver than I, uh, but <laughs> I, I feel like after that match, something clicked and Noah Hosman started to become a star and uh, he is becoming a star and he's actually, uh, you know, he had a great run through uncharted territory that uh, filmed yes. every mon Monday night at the TWE yes, arena. And uh, now he's sort of partnered up with Derek Neal at TWE, and uh, I don't know what path he's headed down, but uh, they have waged war on Tank and the Reverend, and uh, we are proud to feature a part of that war. Uh, I don't think this match will be like anything else on the card. Uh, I think that uh, you know Noah Hosman is going to be trying to throw the, the big man Tank around, and uh, Tank being... 350 pounds or whatever he's at now you know he he's not going to want that to happen and uh, he'll he'll use whatever <laughs> trick he can use to uh to prevent that from happening and uh and and violence will ensue you know one thing i love is that we're going to see tank in 2023 absolutely it's fantastic tank was uh on the card for the first ever independent show ever went to at Sunday daisy high school it was mm. a benefit show for uh our wrestling team way back in the day wow and uh yeah, and uh, I remember he uh, he looked at my brother and put him in his place. I don't remember what he said, but Jesse shut up and did not talk shit the rest of the night. <laughs> and then uh, I was like, that dude is my favorite. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, r wrestlers come in all shapes and all sizes, but you look at a guy like Tank, and you're like, that's a mean dude right there. <laughs> uh, and he actually um, won the first ever Rumble, didn't he? He did. Absolutely, and uh, and he picked uh, Matt Riddle as his opponent. Oh, that was a good match. That was such yeah. a good match. I mean, Tank oh, is was... a guy. I mean, he he spans decades and spans styles, and uh, it, it's amazing. I mean, how many other guys in the history of wrestling have wrestled like Abdullah the Butcher and Terry Gordy and Gypsy Joe and Demolition Axe and Big Boss Man, and then also wrestled guys like AJ Styles, Seth Rollins, Samoa Joe, Matt Riddle, and uh, you know some of the other people that that Tank has wrestled recently. I mean, it's it's amazing his career. Yeah, Tank, man, he's just the list of opponents is just insane. Like they're they're all the list of his opponents are just signed all over the world. And uh when you really think about it, that dude's had probably one of the most storied careers out there. Uh oh yeah. In the grand scheme of things. Yep. And uh, it's it's just amazing to to see him still doing what he loves and uh, still uh, making new fans. And uh, you know, we we talked about how it's exciting to see him in 2023. And I, I guess that partially that's a reference to he actually retired at one point. And 
I, I heard a coach tell me, he said, you know, I didn't know about this wrestling stuff. He said, but when I saw what you guys did and the respect that the fans gave you, he said, it changed my mind. He said, one thing in particular, he said, when Tank came out and retired, he said, there was a dad with his son and the son was sitting down and uh, the dad smacked his son and said, hey, you get up and show Tank some appreciation. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, it's it's legitimate. I mean, wh- the listeners of this, of, of course, love professional wrestling, but, you know, for the general consensus of just your average person, you know, there's varying opinions of professional wrestling, but mm-hmm. uh, to, to see someone that's put in, you know, 20-something years and to have the, the travel and the opponents and uh, just the just the career that Tank has had, you know, you, you do have to put respect on his name. Uh, staying on the sidebar tank for just a second, uh, talk a little bit about what he means to the Scenic City Band because he's he's been there for a lot of your shows. He's he's put in a lot of work behind the scenes even uh, for your shows. So what does he mean? What does it mean just still having him around and just being able to work with these guys? Because I know he's passing on along a lot of knowledge in the locker room as well. Oh yeah, I mean it adds legitimacy to everything that we do to have a veteran like Tank uh, put his name on us, and for us to be able to put our name on him. And uh, a lot of that has to do with you know a partnership with the Reverend as well. Uh, it at this point you can't talk about Tank without talking about the Reverend Dan Wilson, and uh, you know both of them and just their investment in professional wrestling now it's it's just amazing and really can't be put into words um you know they they are guys that they both sort of retired and took off because (laughs) uh they, they were just in a place where wrestling wasn't fun they'll tell you that and uh they've come back and they've both said they're having more fun than they could ever have uh or that they ever had before and thinking about all the things that they've done for them to say <laughs> that, it's uh, it, it's very complimentary. And for us to still have somebody from sort of the 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 recent past to carry forward, because I mean, as good as Jaden Newman is, you know, his legacy, you know, he he's been wrestling for I think close to ten years now. It's nine mm-hmm. or ten years, but as far as being sort of a star, you know, that didn't start outside of TWE until the last, you know, four or five years. So to have somebody that has, you know, an additional decade or two on top of that to uh, to bring in the fans and people say, oh, I remember Tank, you know, it uh, it it helps so much. And then you mentioned sort of behind the scenes, uh, you know, he he is he's a guy that you can depend on for just anything, as well as the Reverend and uh, as somebody who you know I was never a wrestler, and so you know I I think when you promote a show, credibility just matters tremendously, and so for for me to have those two guys standing behind me and shaking their heads like you know listen to Scott, you know it I I can't. I, I just couldn't ask for more than that for uh you know for a uh, Chattanooga legends they really are at this point. Yes, I, I 100% agree. All right, moving right along. Uh another banger you've got on this show, any style Adam Priest and Damian Tanger. And Adam Priest yeah. his run through uncharted territory was um unmatched. The, the man was great uh, and uh, I've just been watching with interest as to what he's been doing because he's been blowing up a little bit. And Damian Tangra, 
great opponent for him. I think those two are gonna gonna go at it. Talk about that one a little bit. Yeah, these are two guys that are both near and dear to my heart. Uh, I think this match will be a little more traditional wrestling, but I also think that both of these guys have uh, enough personality and uh, enough uh, entertainment value that you're not going out there and just watching, you know, amateur wrestling. You know, you're going to see these guys have an absolute fight that you care about. And, uh, you know, Damian Tangra was a guy that uh, was training at WWA4. He's legitimately from Bulgaria. And uh, he showed up at Action Wrestling and was sort of a, a hangaround guy and would wrestle here and there. But uh, we, we just loved him. And we, we put him in the Futures tournament and he just kept putting in the work and uh, had one of the best matches ever in the TWE building against uh, uh, Daniel Makabe and so uh, we, mm-hmm. we were able to, uh, to to bring that back and uh, he, he's an amazing professional wrestler and just a great dude and then you've got Adam Priest who uh, you know he likes to rile things up a little bit but uh, he, uh, he actually showed up in 2017 he showed up at the Scenic City Rumble and uh, he won his spot into that rumble by being the standout of a Joey Mercury seminar. So he's a guy that I've, I felt like, you know, was always working to be on our shows. And now we are, you know, begging him to come in and, you know, do you have any open (laughs) dates, Adam? Like, you know, we would love for you to come in and do our show. So he's also another one of those, you know, almost Jaden Newman type guys that has just really worked his way up with us. And, um, it's, it's so rewarding to, to see guys that we have rewarded with opportunities uh, that have worked so hard on their own outside of our shows to bring value to what we do. And uh, that match is going to be just absolutely killer because those two guys could, uh, you know, they could wrestle anybody, anywhere, and have just phenomenal matches. I'll tell you what, one of the biggest surprises for me recently was a few months back, the first time I was reading through wrestling results and saw Adam Priest on a GCW card. And I was like, holy shit, that is that is super cool. I just yeah. love seeing guys from the area get out and be able to do big things, man. It's uh, It's heartwarming. Well, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, Adam Priest has been brought into GCW and Black Label Pro and, uh, you know, he, he's getting out there and getting around. And he's he's building his name and value just like Jaden is. And, uh, you know, Adam Priest was uh, the number two guy this year for uh, the Scenic City Invitational. Uh, he, he was there until the very end. And, uh, you know, Jaden just uh, barely won that. But uh, I think they have sort of similar paths as uh, guys that really weren't handed anything uh you know adam priest will tell i I don't know if he publicly says it but you know i'll i'll say it because he's told me but uh you know he's basically self-trained you know he he did a little bit of training in alabama but uh he said you know he felt like he if he was going to learn then he was going to have to just figure it out himself and which you know Jaden had to do a lot of that as well but both those guys have had a lot of good mentors uh but as far as like just a formal training like you're signing up to be in this class and you know we're all going to have this regular thing and it's very structured you know neither one of those guys had that so uh you know but you know Tangra has his own story as well you know mm-hmm. being from Bul- Bulgaria and ending up over here and becoming one of the best wrestlers, you know, I would say in the Southeast or even the United States oh, when, when he gets those opportunities to be seen eventually. Uh, yeah. I, the few matches I've seen with him on Cincinnati cards, that dude's just always a standout. 
and, and even like you check out the social media and everything when when he's on the card, people are tweeting about his match. It's every single time. Yeah. And 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 we love for people to come to Scenic City events and discover people. I tell people, you know, you you see these music festivals and you see some headliners that you like, but you go a little early and you discover new bands, and that that's what we want Scenic City events to be. And you know, if you've looked through any of the uh, the Rumble entrants, a lot of people, even people on the show, are like, "Who are these people?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, let's talk about the Rumble. Well. Let's wait and talk. Sorry, I'm going to cut this out. Let's wait and talk about the Rumble until Will gets here. That way he can uh, dish in on it, too. Okay. Uh, we'll go to the four-way, though. Uh, Rico Gonzalez, BK Westbrook, Eli Knight, and Hunter James. This is an interesting match. Yeah. Uh, this is Hunter James's uh, debut with Scenic City. He's a guy that's absolutely lighting it up in the southeast. And uh, I, I ask a lot of people, you know, tell me about, who's who's the up-and-coming guy you know who's who's going to be good and almost all of them say you know hunter james is the guy and then you see uh you know rico gonzalez you know also just extremely impressive a guy that uh just mm -hmm. has a ton of charisma and ability you know he's been on AEW recently and uh you know if you if you don't like rico gonzalez then you've never seen rico gonzalez you know he's that <laughs> kind of guy i mean just just the most charming guy ever uh but you know, it's not just personality. I mean, the ring work is just amazing as well. And, uh, you know, you, you look at the other people in that match. BK Westbrook won uh, the Futures Tournament uh, this past year mm -hmm. and uh, is just a guy that also just has so much ability and charisma. And then uh, the other guy is Eli Knight. And, uh, you know, Eli Knight wrestled Myron Reed and, uh, and Landon Hill uh, for that weekend. And just he, he's a human highlight reel uh yeah, know, that's a big a guy that, oh yeah that that's a guy that i tell people like that guy could have an action figure one day you know that that's one of my measurements of uh, of how good someone could be yeah he's one of those guys that uh whenever i want to show my girlfriend who does not like wrestling uh something that like uh looks cool or something i'll, I'll show her one of his clips and be like check this crap out and she's like oh <laughs> you yeah. gotta get her with stuff that impresses her otherwise she doesn't care Oh yeah, I mean he just he he floats in the air, it's uh, but the body. Oh yeah, oh yeah, but uh, you know he, he he may not have as much experience as uh, some of the other guys. You know it's it's pretty evenly matched in there, but uh, I, I just wanted all four of those guys who all have so much athleticism uh, to just get in there and show what they can do. You know it's it's definitely a showcase match for all four of those guys. All right, talk to us a little bit about this trios match, the gifted versus top team. This yeah, one, uh, this one's also one of those I feel like could be one of those uh, that people aren't going to see, but they're going to be stop and be impressed with. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people going into this show are like, you know, I don't really know who that is yet, and uh, you know. There, there was someone recently that put out a list of uh, top wrestlers in Florida, and I think all three of the gifted guys were on the top ten of the best wrestlers in Florida right now, uh, which you know is high praise because so many guys and girls go to Florida to to try to get seen, to try to train. You know, there's some great training schools down there with like Devon Dudley and Jay Lethal and uh, some different places, but uh, the gifted. 
they run Florida wrestling basically at this point. Uh, it's three guys, uh, Wheezy T, Logan Cruz, and Shogun, and they all sort of have their strengths, and they come together as a team. Uh, they are a legitimate trio. It's not just three guys thrown together. And they are going to absolutely have their hands full with the team of uh, top team, which is uh, Larry Lazard, uh, superstar Jay Lucas, and uh, everybody's favorite name in wrestling, Terry Yaki. So <laughs> that's that's three. It's three WWA four guys uh, trained by AR Fox, uh, mm-hmm. but they are they're Atlanta based, and uh, they all just you know, have unlimited athleticism. And, uh, I mean, I, I joked with somebody that we're going to need air traffic control for that match. Uh, I, I don't, I don't think there's any way we can do traditional tag rules for that. Probably not. I'd say tornado tags and they have to be the way to go. I think so. <laughs> Otherwise you're not going to be able to get at the spots. You'd be able to get, you got to be able to get pop that crowd occasionally. <laughs> I don't think I don't they're going to have a problem. Yeah, I must say, I don't think they're having a problem doing it. Yep. All right. Let's talk about this uh, first time ever match between George South and Action Mike Jackson. Yeah. The amount of experience that's in this match oh. alone between the two competitors and the referee in, that was just announced. Yeah. My God, dude. We, uh, we just. About this, this, uh, the, how much experience is, is there total between these three men? So we just spiced it up a little bit yesterday with uh, with adding uh, Jerry Brown as the referee. A lot of people may not be familiar with him, but he started refereeing in 1973 for Nick Goulas here in the Chattanooga area. And uh, he's continued to referee in North Georgia for many, 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 many years. And so uh, he is he's bringing his 50 years uh, Mike Jackson actually started in, uh, I think it was 72, uh, but we're, we're counting him as 50 years and then, uh, counting, uh, George South as, uh, 40 years. He started in 82. So, you know, there, there's over 140 years of experience between those three men. And, and, and this is not something where it's like, you know, they're going to go out there and we're just clapping for them because we respect them because they've been doing it a long time. No, they are actually still going at a high rate. They still are some of the best professional wrestlers you can see anywhere. And, uh, it's amazing. You know, they, they've known each other for years, but they have never wrestled each other. So they're both That's very hard excited to believe about too. it. Oh, I know. I, uh, I would have thought they would have crossed paths at some point. Yeah. I, I think they were both always fan favorites. And so uh, I, I don't think there was ever a, a point where they sort of had, had a feud or, or one was uh, putting over the other one, so to speak. <laughs> And if anyone doubts that either of these men can still go, Action Mike Jackson was just on Impact a few weeks ago wrestling for the X Division title. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. I'm so and happy for that him. That was yeah. such a good match. Yeah. I mean, you, you got to know, I mean, you got to work with what you got. And, you know, when you're that good, you know what you've got and you know what you can do. And, uh, you know, he, he's still just amazing. You know, you, you can usually tell when someone's being carried through a match. That was definitely not the case in that match. Yeah. Hello, Will. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another exciting episode of Not Another Freaking Wrestling Podcast. Yeah. I'm your host, Will. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, baby, do the thing. 
<laughs> I did the thing 30 minutes ago. <laughs> what do you mean 30 minutes ago? <laughs> For once, I actually got to do the intro because no one else was here. Oh, I bet that was real tough for you. Did you remember the lines? I got through it. Okay. We were uh, so, actually, you're, you're here at the perfect time. because I've been saving this conversation until you got here. The, uh, the talk about the Rumble itself. We've gone through every other match on the card already. Sorry. The Choo Choo Rumble? Yeah, the Choo Choo Rumble. I think that Man, was an uncharted right? thing. It was. <laughs> So let's talk about the Scenic City Rumble, Scott. Uh, you got you were announced how many participants so far? Uh, let's see. I think we are at. I want to say twelve at this point. I think. Uh, I think we we had two double announcements, and we've done two weeks of uh, of announcements. You know, one each weekday night. So we we have a we have a variety. That has been announced so far from uh, the Carolinas, from uh, from Georgia, from Tennessee, from Florida. Uh, you know, we got Rock City here in Chattanooga, C seven states, and uh, I think we're we're almost there for the Rumble. Oh, nice. Uh, Will, who who are you most excited about? It's been announced so far. Um, that's been announced so far. Bojack is definitely my pick to go all the way and not just because he's so fucking brick housey that he could not possibly be thrown over the top rope. I've seen the rest of the guys you've announced. You're throwing in a bunch of twinks with them, Scott. <laughs> I, I think I think Lobo and Hardway Heater would, would strongly disagree with that as well as Insane Lane. Oh, I forgot about Insane Lane. All right, so we've got a, we, so we've got a couple, a couple people that can maybe shore up to him. But I pray for my boy Sean Campbell. <laughs> Poor just, Sean has uh, he has so much heart, but uh, he's going to take a beating, and he knows it. I mean, that's what he does every day. I've never seen a Sean match where he didn't get his ass whooped. I feel like Sean Campbell would be the perfect number one. Just so he can get his ass whooped by everybody that comes in the ring. He'll be he the take Iron it too. <laughs> He would take it. I, it would be great to see because it, he sells so great. Yeah, and, and people believe in him and they love him and they identify with him. You know, he, he's such an underdog guy that has so much fight in him. You know, recently picking up a victory over Tank. So, uh, you know, he's uh, he's getting some results for his beatings. He is, but the thing is, is he beat Tank in a no-ring environment. How will he shore up with ring ropes? Well, I mean, uh, a rumble is a uh, no-disqualification situation, uh, so you know he can uh, he can use what whatever is at his disposal to uh, to try to overcome twenty-nine other people. You heard it here first, folks. Guns are legal. <laughs> So Scott, how many uh, how many participants are in the Rumble this year? Uh, we have thirty people in the Rumble. So you still have a lot of announcements to go. Yeah, uh, we're we're going to announce people right up until uh, the Friday, right before the show. Oh, nice! That's uh, that creates a lot of, a lot of intrigue. And uh, you know, it's it's not just oh, we've already seen these people. We know they're not going to win the Rumble. You know, this is a year of opportunity. And uh, we are going to have a lot of new people coming in and uh, just 
trying to win it all. It's definitely shaping up to be a very exciting Rumble so far. I'm definitely more so excited for this one than I was for last year's Rumble going in. Hmm. Well, why would you say that? Um, one of the big things that I'm really liking that you're doing with this year's card with the non-Rumble matches is kind of having like a slice of each genre of wrestling for the card. Like you've got the Cruiserweight 4-Way, which I cannot wait for. It's been too long since I've seen my boy Burger King Westbrook. (laughs) (laughs) But super excited for that. The trios match. Oh my God. Yeah, we were talking about that. But top team on any show (laughs) is always good for me. I expect Karaoke to be one of the breakout stars of 2023. And not just because of his name. I mean, he's legitimately so talented. Yeah, no, first time I saw him, honestly, I wanted to hate him just because of the name. (laughs) I was like, I love some stupid shit in wrestling, but that might be too stupid. (laughs) And then, like, three minutes after the bell rang, I was like, no, this kid's the fucking truth. And I was talking to him afterwards, and he's like, oh, yeah, cool, I'm about to hit my one-year anniversary. And I was like, wait. You you're not even there yet. Oh, what? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, I believe wow. not too long ago was his one year marker. A lot of those really promising kids out of the WWA four school are brand spanking new to it and have taken to it like a fish to water. Yeah, it I mean, makes they, me a they little are... jealous. Like I, I did that. I did the wrestling thing for a long time. And some of these guys just get in there and they just have it all together right away. And it's like, wow, dude, like, if only I would have had the head start you had. Like, you have it all together and it is wonderful and I hope you go far. Yep. Everybody has different abilities, but yeah, all six of those guys uh, are just young guns. I mean, the uh, you, you mentioned not even really being familiar with uh, the gifted, and we talked a little bit about them. And uh, Will, uh, somebody put out a list of the top wrestlers in Florida, and uh, the gifted, all three of them were in the top ten. Okay. Yeah. So I mean they they are they are you know pardon the pun gifted you know they they are the they they are the top team so to speak of Florida so uh, it is uh, it's really cool for us to be able to put two legitimate trios teams together and it's sort of a uh, it's sort of a tribute to you know we used to have our own trios tournament and so yeah, uh, yeah for us to be able to sort of give a nod to that yes miss that trio trios tournament. tournament. well scott um anything else we need to know about this show uh before you what do you really want people to look out for on this show uh you know it's it's a this show is so different promoting wise than anything we've ever done because uh it's you know apison is is further out it's on the outskirts of hamilton county uh you know it's 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 a good ways out there but like i said you know it's it's a beautiful drive and uh you know i think it's like it's five or six miles from a walmart so you know it's it's not 
absolutely middle of nowhere. Uh, but with this one, this is a middle school. Uh, so, you know, we've we've tried to change things up a little bit. We've got a 7 p.m. start time. You know, we'll aim for, uh, you know, not, not too much longer than two hours, maybe two and a half if we have to. Uh, but this is an opportunity for us to make fans for the next generation is the way I see this. Uh, you think about all those Saudi Daisy shows that we've done for years and years and years, and you look at the guys that came out of those shows. I saw uh, Jaden talking about it, and I saw uh, TWE announcer Daniel Simmons talking about it. You know, Bailey Blake used to be at those early shows. And, uh, you know, I know the impact that a good pro wrestling show has on a community. And so I think there will be a lot of kids at this one. And uh, I think that, you know, we could have future stars in the crowd. And that's really exciting for me. Um, I, I think, you know, we, we all can almost sort of think back to the magical times of our childhood of watching wrestling, if you grew up watching it, and just how impactful the those memories are, you know, because we're still talking about it. Uh, but, you know, this is going to be, it's Saturday, March the 4th at East Hamilton Middle School, and that is in Apison, Tennessee. I think the address is, uh, it's Bentwood Cove. Uh, let's see, it is... 3550 Bentwood Cove Drive. Uh, tickets are available at sciwrestling.com and uh, they will also be available at the door. And uh, also, from if you know somebody that already goes to East Hamilton Middle School, then uh, the athletes are selling tickets. And uh, we're so exciting or so excited to have a partnership and uh, to get to do this. Scott, thank you so much for coming on again, man. Uh, it's great to see you again. Glad SCI is still going going strong. And um, kudos to you, and thank you for what you do for the community. Hey, I really appreciate that. Um, you know, I, I appreciate the the support of you guys for everything you guys do with with buying tickets or hooking me up with uh, with just an outlet and platform to be able to talk about what we do. Thanks again, Scott. And ladies and gentlemen, that concludes today's episode. Uh, follow us on all the socials. That right there is who's winning the Rumble. Hunter Hurst Hensley. <laughs> no one can, not even Bojack, can stop Hunter Hurst Hensley.